Assalamu alaikum. Yeah, I'm going to just make podcasts because I've had it with having to show my face there. I've made a few podcasts in the past, right? Um, talking about different things uh, that I see here in Miami-Dade County that are really, really, like, freaky. You know, it's like things that I cannot believe, you know, that happened and uh, that have transpired since there have been a lot of changes in uh, the political system of uh, the national government and the Florida state government as well. Um, we can all remember when Pam Bondi, right, was uh, the attorney general here in uh, Florida and she was um, running around all the counties, all the municipalities, and um, trying to do marketing and stuff like that. That's what they had her doing. They had her doing business and marketing. Oh, red lipstick, uh, uh, presentations, a bunch of stuff. There was some kind of desperate attempt to um, make money in balloon business sort of deals. She was not a candidate for that. She has spoken after that for the national government and everything. Um, and uh, she, she doesn't even like the fact that uh, the lady was like put out and completely submitted to uh, do these uh, presentations of business and balloon thing and all that thing. And, um, you know, there's been a few uh, more cases of that, but like I said, since that time that you can find Pam Bondi on podiums in different places in Florida, there have been a steady rapid decline of what is um, uh, uh, these businesses that people thought were so good. You know, like uh, the, the real estate business, the insurance adjuster business, the um, automobile accident business. Uh, the only thing that they're grappling onto right now is the HMO, um, put them in time, service them, then destroy the file, keep the money. That person never received the services, but the person did receive the services, and then they're billing public aid for that. You know, most of the, the frauds that they're running now are off of public aid. And um, it's put everybody, everything into communism. It's put everything into communism. There's even a scam going on with food stamps that is really, really dangerous. It, it puts people in the street. And, um, you know, I'm not a friend of it. I don't like it. It literally puts people in the street. And then they ask the persons, right, that are participating to throw receipts um, from their purchases into the home of the person that they targeted the public assistance benefits from to make them complicit. And if the person doesn't call in and report that they are not with, you know, what they're doing, they leave the people on the street, or you have to call and remove food stamps from yourself. You have to just not get the public assistance benefits. And there was a bunch of people in Fort Lauderdale that thought that this was a good, good scheme. You know, they thought it was really, really like the new free money. You know, they were buying products with it. They were cashing them for cash. They were filling the refrigerators. They started meals on wheels. Um, and uh, I, I tell you that, um, yeah, they said that at first it was Stouffer's, that they were bringing Stouffer's from uh, the grocery store and stuff, and that eventually the people had to make the food of the self, that they had to project themselves into a little kitchen, prepare the foods. Um, I saw everything. <laughs> I saw everything, how they were doing it, and um, you have to make your own food, and you have to deliver it for yourself, and then you have to come outside, bring it into your house, and um, do that angrily, 
angrily. <laughs> they, they assist for those, they call them ILS foods now. They call them ILS foods and um, they are not picking up the tag for that. The, the, your health insurance under certain circumstances picks up the tab for that. Like if you're epileptic and you enjoy eating with your hands, um, you know, so that, you know, you can use a, I don't even know. I don't know what the hell. Maybe it's because of the wasting of food or something, of food falling everywhere, or uh, I don't know. They, they send them to me with much trouble, you know, with much trouble. I don't call. I don't bother. If they're in town and they're like, oh, wait, let's drop one off. This girl's around here. I found the boxes outside. I bring them in. They're, they're like dry frozen, like with dry ice. Sometimes the vegetables even look wax or plastic. You know, they're, they're really good. I don't really care. But what I'm saying is that uh, there was people that were stocking stores with these ILS foods and uh, people adding them to the merchandise of people wanting to change the product in the kitchen, people doing this thing of that they propose businesses and stuff and that they work with the... Um, food stamp office, the health insurance company, just like like if you're supposed to do that. You know, like if you're supposed to, like, some of those people are not marketing companies. You know, you are uh, basically corrupting the staff of, of the location, you know, and eventually they will inform, you know, the parties involved, we are not a marketing office. We are a government assistance office. You know, we work for the government. We're, we're agents of the state and uh, wah, they arrest the people. <laughs> they do, yeah, yeah. They, they just go and they arrest the people, and it's a it's a reality, and it's something that we have to be aware of because to feel so cozy talking to the state about doing fraud, that's crazy. You know, I can't I can't even see it. Salam alaikum. Um, I was uh, trying to um, rationalize some things that uh, are going on around, you know, and. Um, you know, um, the. Eh, tuyo aquí. Tuyo ahí. Yo no conozco ese señor. Tócala ahí, puede ser que no esté ahí. Yo, yo no soy security aquí, yo no trabajo aquí, no puedo abrir la puerta a nadie, perdón. Y yeah, imagínate. Well, the people, you know, they feel that. Dime, uh, dime. They feel that uh, the people are supposed to do stuff for them, right? And this guy feels that this is live as well. <laughs> he thinks that you're hearing it live and he feels he's famous and shit. But since I erase this now because it's only a recording, you know, we wonder as well if he speaks Arabic because of his haircut and his flat head. <laughs> um, I, I didn't open that door for him. The police opened the door for him. That's the police's money and everything. And uh, this is, uh, again, Metro Dade PD here talking in the podcast. It's the second time Metro Dade PD interrupts the podcast to start talking themselves in my voice and uh, saying shit that is so stupid that uh, you will die and pee yourself laughing. Uh, stuff about coconut growth, stuff about Halloween, stuff about stupid, stupid stuff that uh, led to all kinds of traumas here in the community, you know, that leave me like shock, you know. Um, and they have had to deal so much with so many messes and stuff of, uh, you know, great proportion here in, in time. And then, um, I don't even want to talk about what it is that somebody is trying to put pressure on the person to talk about. 
Uh, so that's why I guess they blew into the thing because they're trying to do some kind of interactive TV with a moment of time on a recording that wasn't live to begin with because podcasts work like ebooks. So when the person gets in, it takes the tap on everything, the license, all the stuff for the person. And then if the police get in, they start issuing sites and tickets and everything off of the podcast. And, you know, I wasn't doing these podcasts for um, that. But since people feel that if a person has been homeless, they're supposed to do some kind of thug slave for people. Because since crackheads do that, you know, because they're on crack, you know, because the person got on crack, they feel that anybody does it. That it's uh, like the non-addict, non-alcoholic, <laughs> religious person, a person that would never do any kind of addictive drugs. They want to come after the person and they feel the person is going to treat them like the crackheads treat them. The person does not treat them like the crackheads. The person is like, fuck you. It's like, I don't work for you. I don't know who you are. They, they yell. They scream. They abuse. The person is still not doing shit for me because she doesn't have a need for any kind of uh, addictive drug. You know, I'm not uh, a crackhead. So, um, it, it, it leaves me baffled, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, a phenomenon that was going on here uh, in the past, like 1994 to 19, uh, actually to like 2001 was that where um, they were like pressuring people to use that and then um, the people would do anything, anything at all for the drug. Then some people came from another country and they had, the government had got the people off of it or something. And um, they, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't really know what to tell you about this. Don't have information on this. I just have heard the people that do crack, they do anything for the drug. They do anything for money to get the drug. So maybe the people are thinking that I'm on crack and that I'm going to do thug stuff for them, like whatever dirty bullshit it is that they're trying to achieve. I don't even hear it. I don't even hear it. I don't even understand it. And I I become shocked at their um, suggestions. And, uh, you know, I, I don't understand. You know, as a child, I lived in a tree here in the U.S., you know. And um, finally, when I was fully achieved over here in the U.S. by the age of 22, I had spent many years even in Lebanon in, uh, you know, in the tree as well, you know, and outside and uh, doing all kinds of stuff of um, outdoor stuff. You know, um, most women, when they become homeless, upon becoming homeless, they immediately succumb to prostitution. They don't think, let me go in the field, let me hide in the tree, let me eat food from the garbage, let me, you know stay awake the whole night oh I have to sleep I have to sleep I have to lay on my back I have to lay on my back I have to sleep I have to sleep we cannot be without sleeping I would go three four weeks without sleeping walking all over the place and it's so hard for many people to believe that um, because of the fact that so many women the first thing that they are compelled to do is that and um, it's to the point where um, the people are crashed you know, and uh, I'm trying to give an advisory here to stop believing that I'm some kind of person to uh, thug around. Yes, as I turned this on, there was effectively an individual in front of me and a Nissan Pathfinder that had run over here desperately all over the street um, to ask me to open a door for him to uh, a place that's not mine. 
And I said, I'm sorry, I can't open that. I said it on the damn thing. I go, I'm not security here. I'm not anything here to open that door. And then the guy's mad. The guy says, I go, look, if you projected a person in there, and the person was projected off of the police. And um, no, like I was led to believe the person was projected off me. Now the person is demanding all this shit. Like if the person is a crackhead or a woman that got out into the street and immediately, sadly, was compelled to engage in prostitution. Because, I have to lay on my back. I have to lay on my back. I have to sleep. I have to sleep. We don't really have to sleep. We know, like, if um, we live outside and stuff, sometimes the sun comes up, stays up. Sometimes it just doesn't even come up, and you just stay awake through it. Like, you just stay awake. And I, I knew that because I already knew that, you know. But um, it's important to know that, too, because your body starts producing adrenaline. And on inertia, you will just stay in motion. No, you don't fall asleep. No, you don't keel over. None of that really happens. But uh, that's the major reason why women succumb to prostitution. They're attacked. They're submitted to drug use because they're under the pressure. We have to sleep. We have to sleep. Oh, my God. We have a need to sleep. Oh, we're so sleepy. Oh, oh, what do we do? You know, freaking out like that. And then um, they find a place to sleep. They're attacked. They're talked to. They catch them in a drowsy mode and stuff. And um, when you're homeless and your woman never fall asleep, just stay awake. If that's unfeasible to you, I'm very sorry. You guys are in great danger. I have done this for eight months here in Miami-Dade County. I again did it from January until August because there was a person saying that that's not real. There was a person going on and on saying that that's not real. And how do the men do it? Tell me, how in Hialeah they're up for, for days with their eyes and they don't do that. Nobody does that. You know, if the person is awake, you're going to see people on their feet. Standing up. Who, would, who would ever lay on their back in the street anyways? I don't understand who would ever do that, but... Apparently, there is strong pressure here in this country if women are homeless to lay down in the street and, and go to sleep places. Not to sit down and rest, not to, you know, uh, no, to lay down. And then uh, terrible things happen. The person is fully mirrored. The, they do anything with the person, and I'm not a person affected by that. No, I never fell asleep out there. If I fell asleep somewhere, I was in a hotel room with the door locked, a chain put and everything by myself there. And um, I don't understand. I don't, it's, I don't understand it. And I'm, I'm, I'm from the Middle East. We live in the desert. We ride camels. We live inside of camels too and stuff like that. And, um, you know, upon catastrophe happening, that you end up in the middle of the desert with a camel. You know, and um, as well, people have to stand up. You can't fall asleep in the desert. You'll be burned alive by the sun and the sand. And, um, you know, if someone is mad now because of that, you're paying too much attention to me. I'm not the mayor. I am not the mayor of any town, any city, or any country. Um, You guys have to stop paying attention. You have to block the person on your media. You have to stop attending my situation. You have to stop attending. Don't tell me anything about that lady. She's not the mayor. That lady's not the mayor. She's not anybody. That lady's not any. That lady's nobody. The hell's wrong with this? Uh, let me hear what the mayor's doing. Let me hear what these people of the mayor is doing. Um, you know, do respond to them like that because uh, I am quite tired, and that's why I have made these podcasts to complain, to complain because they're humiliating people. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, they're really humiliating people, and um, and. and it's like, I can't, I can't believe it. It saddens me. It makes me sick. And then in my name, they're humiliating people. And I'm a person that I don't really, and I don't like, I'm not going to be the mayor. I don't like the position. Uh, it's not about me. The, the, you know, 
There are people that don't understand. You know, they just don't understand. They can't put... Do you know that God saves people? Do you know that God saves people? You know, it's like, uh, you know, if you can't understand that, talk to Him, turn to Him. Tell Him your woes, tell Him your worries. And um, maybe you will find solace in that. You know, you will find solace in... Uh, uh, talking to God, learning about Him, and um, nothing. I can't offer any more suggestions for people that continue to ask odd questions and request weird stuff.